of my own volition because my ex-husband, well, when my father-in-law died, he was still my father-in-law. We hadn't gotten divorced since then. Anyways, on his deathbed, he willed me all of his drugs. I know. So he had 59 Marinol. Do you know what Marinol are? Pharmaceutical grade THC. It's totally fake and it's awesome. And they have these little orange pills. And they're amazing. <laughs> so he took one and he was like, I can't do this. And so there were 59 of these pills. And then there was this pharmaceutical grade cocaine that they give you to be awake when people come hang out with you. And he didn't like to take that either. So he gave that all to me. Like on his deathbed, he tells my ex-husband, give all my drugs to Pam. And I'm like, I knew he loved me. It was my mother-in-law that was the cunt face that hated me. His father always liked me. He's like, look, he was black. He's like, look, you married a white bitch and she's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, he gave me all his drugs. So he gave me fentanyl patches. He gave me 12 fentanyl patches and they were 75 milligrams a piece. And uh, I know they're big, but here's the thing. I'm not a dumb bitch. I scored them, right? So I took the, cause it's transdermal and it goes through your skin and whatever. So I scored it, so I was only taking 25 milligrams at a time. And I still, I don't like opiates. What did I learn? This was such a fun trip, because I put the, oh, I put the first fentanyl patch on, I scored it, and I put it on my body, and I was like, ugh, I can't do anything. I couldn't even do like a Winnie the Pooh word search with my cats, like I didn't even, <laughs> I was like snuggling with the cats, I'm like, this is beauty and joy and wonderment. But I had to have this, uh, I had to cook for this dinner party, and I'm like, ugh, I can't, I can't do, but like after 52 hours, I ripped that dermal patch off. I'd been puking and everything. And I looked at my now ex-husband and I was like, I'll never be an opiate addict. What did we learn? He was like, you, what were you doing? I was like, I was on fentanyl this weekend, bro. He's like, but the only reason I learned how to do drugs without telling him is that he used to do acid all the time without telling me. And like the next day he'd be like, hey, did you know I was on acid yesterday? And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> nope, didn't notice. Couldn't tell. So I was like, oh, did you notice I was on fentanyl yesterday? And he's like, well, kind of. <laughs> I knew something was wrong. <laughs> and what did we learn? I'll never be an opiate addict. Yay, life lessons. <laughs> but fucking, if you guys got Ritalin, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'm not going to get that blue ring anymore. Questions? Other questions? <laughs> questions? Questions about my drug past or anything? No? <laughs> Oh, thank you. Um, I've been baking bread. I think the first thing I ever baked was with my grandmother when I was three. And it wasn't even really baking because it's a safe thing to do with children. You make a um, um, you make a meringue and then you put the chocolate chips in it and then you heat up the oven and you turn the oven off and then you let them dry in the oven and they become these delicious little cookies so that I wouldn't get burnt or whatever. But so, um, yeah, I've been working with yeast since I was a child. And I'm really bummed because like I actually make so much yeast at this point. I'm wondering when I can like cull my own yeast and make my own bread out of it. Like, can I actually scrape my vag? Like I'm not having any more babies and nothing else is coming out of this, but I feel like I should still be able to use the box for something. <laughs> like like a like an easy bake oven, like a thing, like maybe Fitbit and Easy Bake Oven can get together and they can like create a thing in my uterus where it can take my own yeast. And when I'm walking, it like kneads the dough. And then on the bus, I'm just like, bing, like popping fresh bun, like delicious. Uh, who doesn't like freshly baked bread on a bus? Who doesn't like that? Who doesn't want a bun on the bus? But I do, I bake, I bake a lot of bread. Um, mostly because 
it's one of those things where like I, I have huge control issues. I used to be a ballerina. I used to, you know, I obviously have control issues. But there's, you take things that aren't things and then you put them together and you make them into something and then it's edible. Like that's fucking magic. Like I'm a witch. <laughs> I can bake bread. Yay. I put wheat in. Everybody gets high. Wow. Witchcraft is cool. Anybody else practice witchcraft? Yay, tarot cards, you got tarot cards? Anybody else have tarot cards? Anybody read their tarot cards? Magic eight ball, anybody? Anybody into the magic eight ball? So the magic eight ball doesn't make most of your life decisions for you? That's just me, okay. <laughs> just me? No, seriously, I ask the magic eight ball for everything. It's, it's, it's right like 50% of the time. <laughs> 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 Pretty much just like it. I'm not a gambler. Anybody else gamble? I, someone stole my lighter. Neuer stole my lighter. That is true. Questions? Any other questions before I'm done here? Any jokes that you like of mine that you want me to repeat? No? No. I, when I was a poet, no, seriously, when I was a poet, Charlie Getter, he was a poet, and he was like, we'd go do 16th admission together. And I'd be like, I never want to repeat the same poems. And he said to me one day, he pulled me aside, he's like, Pam. If you don't repeat the same poems, how do people ask for requests? And I was like, Pam, bro, I'm gonna start doing the same poems. Do you wanna hear poems? <laughs> that, that, look at that, overwhelmingly no <laughs> from the audience. <laughs> do you wanna hear a poem? Yeah. Okay, it's a seven line poem. No, I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna, this is, this is what I'm gonna, wrap the poem. Uh, no, it's, um. So uh, back in the day, and let me just teach you guys something for a, for a second. A nonce, N-O-N-C-E, is a poetic conceit that you create yourself. So like a sonnet is a poetic conceit that has ten lines that are all iambic pentameter, and then there's a couplet at the end, et cetera. That's what that, it creates that form. Anyways, a nonce is when you create your own form. So... At this one point, I did these seven-line poems, and they had this certain feel to them, and it's like mine now. Anyway, this one is about beards. I have a fetish about beards. It's not just because of Jesus. Maybe it's because of Jesus. It's probably because of Jesus. Okay. Uh, there's a city in your beard, rows of tiny houses filled with clever pundits. It's exactly what you think it is. Flat. Vinyl, there was records, of round, on murder. played, mixed, and the judge's gavel all fell. for you every Saturday. Jury found him guilty by Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic.
Dr. Martin Luther King. You know that. Once upon this planet Earth lived a man of humble birth, preaching love and freedom for his fellow man. He was dreaming of the day peace would come to earth. And he spread this message all across the land. Turn the other cheek, he'd bleed. Love thy neighbor was his creed. The murders never cease. Are they men or are they beasts? What do they ever hope, ever hope to gain? Will my country? too late for us all and did Martin Luther King just die in vain is he seen Not a 
even tonight. Uh, what is it like to walk under this constant threat? Well, it's often difficult, but when you live with it so long, you almost uh, become immune to being afraid uh, as a result of these threats. Uh, I guess you have to come to the point of looking at these things philosophically, and uh, this is where I have uh, decided to stand. I believe firmly that this cause is right and that uh, someone must have the courage and the fortitude to stand up for it, even if it means suffering or even if it means death. And uh, I have always felt that unmerited suffering is redemptive, and even if I have to die for this cause, our physical death is the price that others uh, have to pay. And I have always felt that unmerited suffering is redemptive, and even if I have to die for this cause, our physical death is the price that others uh, have to pay, then uh, it, it, it is a price that is paid to free uh, the soul of our nation and to free our children from a permanent spiritual death. And in this sense, I think it is very redemptive, or it can be, even if it occurs. Where the twin is virtue 
black plastic on the Muni Radio FM. All these records from Community Thrift from this weekend, Paul Simon from Dick Cavett Show. attempts made on your life and have been threatened perhaps even tonight. Uh, what is it like to walk under this constant threat?
other folks like me were black, yellow, beige, and brown. Mr. Backlash, I'm gonna leave you with the blues, yes, ma'am.
pursuit, fiery auto crashes. Some will die in hot pursuit while sifting through my ashes. Some will fall in love with life and drink it from a fountain that is pouring like an avalanche coming down the mountain.
Chasing rabbits, and you know you're going to fall. Tell them our hooker, smoking caterpillar, has given you the call, call Alice. When she was just small. When Jimmy's ring you're wearing? Mm-hmm. Gee, it must be great riding with him. Is he picking you up after school today? Mm-mm. By the way, where'd you meet him?
you play it one time for the song. entertained by the genius of Ray Charles and his orchestra. Ray Charles! Thank you, Joe. Ah, you're so sweet tonight, Joe. You know, I just have to do something extra special for you. Just, you know. <laughs> you know, I want you to know.
sexy Southern Baptist minister who thinks that he has his program all together until he runs up against a lady who shows him that he ain't got it together. His name is Reverend Dr. Lee. Reverend Lee. He went to the water and he prayed to the Lord old Satan's daughter, yeah. It seems in a dream, child, while he lay sleeping, she climbed in his bed, starts rubbing and She was begging and pleading, loving and burning, panting and breathing. <sighs> Reverend Lee, she said. <sighs> Reverend Lee, she said. said Lord knows I love you, child. I would not even place God above you. Reverently, he lifted his arms high, said, Heavenly Father. Touch me, oh, my mind is so hazy, Lord, my body is hungry, oh, yeah, God, roll the thunder, then hurt the lightning, he seemed to be Just then the devil emerged from the water and he said in a dry voice, your God will not bother.
One more Sunday in Savannah Hear the whole creation Shout and praise the Lord See them Flinging out the banner While the congregation says amen Sunday in Savannah 
She sits there with 